There once was an indoor soccer league that included a team from Southern Ontario, the Toronto Blizzard. The only thing is, blizzards are not necessarily that frequent in the city of Toronto. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. On Wednesday, February 6, 2008, the Greater Toronto Area, known as the GTA, was hit with a winter blizzard, the likes of which it hadn't seen in over three decades. This Day in Weather History. It was one of those rare big city winter storms where you could only gaze out at the immensity of it all and wonder where in the are we going to put all this snow? Here is what they were up against. The snowfall was nonstop for 24 hours and when the taps finally turned off, these GTA locations were buried under huge accumulation totals. 25 centimeters in downtown Toronto, 30 centimeters in Markham, 33 centimeters at Pearson Airport. 40 to 50 centimeters in Mississauga, and 50 centimeters in the town of Milton. The City of Toronto needed to put every one of its 600 plows into operation, and that took a full 24 hours of around-the-clock work to tend to what amounted to 5,000 kilometers of roads. On those roads, there were vehicles of all types that were colliding with each other or otherwise getting stuck in snowbanks. Now, what I found curious was that even after residents tried to clear the immense amount of snow from their driveways and dig out their cars from where they sat, they still attempted to drive in these conditions. That's like thinking, that's bad here, but it can't be bad everywhere. Tell you what, I'll just get in my car, drive through this, and hopefully the major highways will be clear already. You see... That's big city mentality, kids. When you grow up, remember this and learn from it, please. Because honestly, these same drivers immediately faced similarly undrivable conditions on all roads. Hey, just a reminder that today's episode is accompanied by a podcast video short. You can watch this two-minute version of today's story on television on the Weather Network in Canada or online anywhere you are at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weatherhistory. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio and include photos and video from when all this snow fell and what it looked like during and after it all happened. So after you listen to the rest of this episode, be sure to check out the podcast video short. All right, just like in my January 14th episode titled Toronto Calls in the Army from the 1999 storm. The massive storm here resulted in poor driving conditions, which resulted in a 25% increase in calls to paramedics. But the massive accumulations of snow in this densely populated region caused delays in paramedic response times. Very dangerous and potentially life-threatening. There were calls from people experiencing severe chest pains from shoveling and others who fell on icy surfaces. The Toronto Transit Commission, also known as the TTC, well, their buses tried to soldier on and make it through the storm, but found the icy and snow-covered hills impossible to navigate, so they had to halt operation for safety. However, there was one saving grace in this tale of snowy woe, for although the snow was consistent, it was of the light and fluffy consistency. You see, normally a storm of this magnitude will take hydro wires down with it, but this snow simply wasn't heavy enough so residents were able to keep their power on. They had to at least see that as a positive. Meanwhile, how did other areas just outside the GTA fare? As an example, the city of Orangeville and surrounding residents of Dufferin County took it on the chin for a dizzying 55 centimeters of snow, and that effectively shut down every road in the area for hours. 
Now, was it in and done in one go? No. Just like their urban neighbors to the south, they too had it continue for a full day, and then again the next day, and then again the next day. The difference is, this region is known for, and always is prepared for, disastrously dynamic dumps of snow like this. The blizzard that knocked out the greater Toronto area wound up costing into the millions, and it was remembered as that one storm that brought the city to its knees this day in weather history. Tomorrow is February 7th, and we have another podcast video short to accompany another story about another blizzard that closed down another highway in Canada. Tell you what, I'm going to call this the terrifying trilogy of blizzards, so today was part one, tomorrow's part two. So you don't miss tomorrow's episode or any day in weather history for that matter. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you happen to be listening to me right now. Hit subscribe or follow and you will have every show automatically ready for you to listen to without you even having to remember to look for it. It's free and it's easy. Plus, and this is my favorite part, it grants you access to the whole archive of past episodes so you can always go back and listen to anyone you missed that may sound cool to you. So what makes tomorrow so special? It closed the Manitoba Highway number 75 due to a blizzard. This highway is a critical economic artery that connects Winnipeg to the central Midwest of the United States. I'll explain it all tomorrow on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.